Hi, welcome to another day. Uh, welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, Wilmer Alvarez, and I'm very pleased to have Jeremiah Duarte and Andrew Brown. Welcome to Exploring Art Podcast. So we're going to start with some personal statements first. So uh, my name is Wilmer Alvarez. I'm 70 years old, and I'm, do- I'm taking the dual enrollment class Exploring Art in Booker T. Washington Senior High School. Um, when I take when, when I have the opportunity to take this class, I saw it as a challenge uh, to put in practice the knowledge um, that I have about all the history of art. And my objective was to look deeper into the history of this art to actually see uh, or look at another perspective. Um, of the worldview, like their uh, how the religion uh, affect the art and how the art right now affect our society. So hi, my name is Jeremiah Duarte, a senior at Booker T. Washington Senior High School. Um, when I got the opportunity age, to take the age. class, the age. when I got the opportunity to take the class, I was really excited to take advantage of taking a college course especially on art uh, appreciation as I know very little on art and just surface level on like all like the uh, the screaming screaming mirror the, or the Mona Lisa or like specific artists like Leonardo DiCaprio Da Vinci so when I got the opportunity to take this course I was really excited to get more knowledge on what other artworks or the techniques there are involved uh, hi, my name is Andre Brown. I'm a junior at Booger T. Washington Senior High School. Um, I, did, I took the opportunity to take college courses early in my junior year to um, get ahead in college. Um, so, and I seen that it, uh, one of the subjects was art history and, you know, I was curious about it because, you know, sometimes I like to look at art and you know, see the different features of it and how it can be similar, sim, sim, a symbol to many things in the world. So it was pretty interesting to have that as a subject for one of my college courses. And yeah, I just want to get ahead so that I won't have to do a lot in college. Okay, so we're gonna start first with what is an altarpiece? So as a definition, an altarpiece are all those structures that represent religious ideals and are created with, a, with the objective of showing the public the representation of these religious figures. Its origins date back to the 11th century with representations of Jesus and Mary were made by Christians, of course. And in the 13th century, the painters became more relevant in Italy and therefore the Christian world. Making these works um, take less important position in the world uh, in the worldwide art industry, but anyways, um, they still have this influence uh, toward the people right now in the in the religions. We can see it, for example, um, in the church, in the Christian church, we have this Jesus in the in, as a crucifixion. So it's just like an example of this. Another definition for the altarpieces would be 
and altarpiece are created artworks for religious purposes. Typically, an altarpiece would relate to Christian icons and would be carved into round or reef or a decorated wall. Churches even began to recenter around altarpieces in order to highlight the incredible artwork. The purpose of an altarpiece would be to gain more attention and commoderate the importance of the religious figure or event within the artwork. To break down more in detail, uh, different different techniques are needed to create a masterful art piece that will be admired and critiqued for thousands of years, like an altarpiece. The first is the bella, which is a low, specifically designed strip of wood used to adjust the height of an artwork in order to guarantee anyone would be able to see the artwork from any distance. Then there is the technique for placing these large mural-like structures together. There are two categories for these pieces. A ditch, which is a which is an altarpiece made up of two painted panels, whereas a tripe is an altarpiece made of three, and a pipe, which is an altarpiece made up of four or more painted panels. There is also the technique of adding movable parts to specific aspects of the painting in order to create a new perspective of an artwork. Typically, these are angel wings or other bits and pieces within the artwork. Lastly, redos and retables are other pieces within the artwork. Redos is a decorated screen that is not attached to the altarpiece, but instead attached to the wall behind the altarpiece. Retable is a piece in which is decorated, which is a decorated panel behind the altarpiece. These and combinations make up the altarpiece that are most popular today. So now focusing on the uh, research topic, uh, we were uh, looking at information for the Ghent altarpiece. Uh, so the Ghent altarpiece is considered one of the most important works of art in the entire, in the, in the, one of the most, uh, if not the most important art, important work of art in the entire Western Hemisphere. The Ghent altarpiece is considered uh, the success of the 15th century artist, and it was made by Jan, uh, Jan Humberbach Eriks uh, when the sub John Baptist ordered the work he, uh, and the main objective of it was to represent God by creating a monument on his name uh, however military figures and women also representing the work uh, showing like the content of that, of, of that time and also uh, well the work consists of 12 panels that are correlated with Jesus history and like all his trajectory over the over the over his time in the early world. Um to add on to about the Jan altarpiece, um Jan Van Eck um how how did he displayed the painting was by his style and technique of the art. So the technique that he was using was oil on panel painting. Using the technique, the work shows the light on surfaces of different textures, and it it um it symbolizes that the brilliant colors survive almost unchanged, and so he also imitated the silk fabrics of the clots of honor behind the gent altarpiece by using applied brocade, which was a relatively new technique in the 15th century. In the painting, 
Jan represented a tapestry behind God with a pelican motive, and the pelican was also showing piercings, is piercing its own breast with its beak to feed its young. It was commonly used symbol for the sacrificial death of Christ. Alright, so uh, where is the, the Ghent altarpiece? Uh, it is actually located in San Bravo's Cultural in Ghent, Belgium. And it was brought there when it was created by Jan, Jan and Hoover Van Eyck in, for, in the form of a contract to be exhibited in the venue uh, with the aim of showing Western superiority in the field such as art. And then why is it called the Ken Altarpiece? So it comes from its origins, basically. Um, so there were cities in Belgium. Um, the, 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 so the medieval, the, the, the Belgium in the Renaissance, they have all these cities, and one of them was the Kent, the um, the church of their, uh, the church of the city was called Kent. So basically, when they ordered, it, they just named the, they just named the artwork as the as the church, which is Kent. So yeah, it's the Kent altarpiece. So, um, now the Kent. Altarpiece is also known as one of the most stolen artworks, and I'll be explaining why it is. During World War II, it was the Nazi, it was Nazis' belief that if you held the Ghent altarpiece, then you would like reverse the Treaty of Versailles. So, pretty much an explanation of the Treaty of Versailles is that uh, the Treaty of Versailles was so-called war guilt caused from forced from forced Germany and other central powers to take all the blame for war one. This meant a loss of territories, a reduction in a reduction in military forces and reformation payments to allied for, uh, allied powers, which clearly left bad blood between these large countries that were stable and developed. In the words of a British economist, John Kenyon's, one of the, he says, one of the most serious acts of political unwisdom for which our statement have ever been responsible. In other words, he was claiming that the Treaty of Versailles put Germany in a like terrible situation. So Germany felt a need to rebel back and to get, like, to come back again because they were disregarded, not disrespected, but they were also like, they were punished severely for what they did in World War One. so they felt like if they needed to rebel back and come back. So, um, the, Treaty of, the Treaty of Versailles became known as the German economic and political instability that allowed for the formation of the nas National Socialists, otherwise known as Nazis just a year later. The Treaty of Versailles was actually very restrained. Germany and other central powers were not occupied by Allied powers after the war. However, it would take Germany, Germany several years, several decades to pay off the reparations, which were just like money paid back to the other, pretty much to Germany's enemies because of the casualties and all the money that the government had to put in in order to fight for the war. Um, 
These extended their drawn-out feelings of hatred and resentment for the war and the Allied powers. And in that period, the Nazis painted the Jews as inferior and superior were the blue-eyed, blonde-haired Germans, which brought to the rise of the Nazis in a time of peril. After the world began to catch on, the consequences came out again, which is as to why the political leaders felt as if like the Treaty of Versailles was such a downfall on everyone else's part since it put Germany in a state where they had where they felt necessary to come back and strike again okay so um, we're going to talk about the significance or importance of the altarpiece so uh, the the gem altarpiece was stated as both the foundation of a distinguished tradition and an unforgettable achievement. Art, histor- art historians label the art as one of the finest examples of Renaissance art. Uh, according, according to one of the art historians, uh, her name is T. Snazder, um, she said that the Gent Altarpiece is among the most important works of art because Jan Van Eyck painted nature in such a realistic way. The altarpiece is a very special and symbolistic painting. Um, it's worth $35 million, so it has a lot of work to its name. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, it's very important. Um, it has a lot of symbols in it. It's, it's a very, um, it, it has a lot of meaning behind it, and it just goes to show that it's worth so much because it has so much meaning in it and it's worth a lot so yeah it's that's and also that's why it's preserved in a very special place and you know in very special like glass or whatever uh and yeah so we're gonna start with some questions about the gain altarpiece and also about uh, the context of history in where it was created. So, in what context was the piece made? So, an answer for that might be, uh, the con- uh, so it was created in Belgium um, from 1425 to 1432. And, well, the country is, uh, the country of the country was, is one of principle, uh, having obtained its independence a short time ago. The kingdoms of independent cities of Belgium were unstable, but known for the great trade, the relationship of the Ghent altarpiece involved a lot of work and caused the opening of shops of great value. However, no matter how prosperous these kingdoms were, um, there was still a situation of extreme poverty among the crowds, a situation that not that would not be resolved in modern times, and this showed also like. Um, that relation that the people have with this, uh, with the religion in that time, and, and that desire or will to follow they believed that even when they were in this situation of street poverty or the situation of um, situation of having a lot of scarcity among this among the society, they still. Uh, they still were, were investing all those other resources in art, um, spe- specific, specifically uh, talking about 
and Christianity and all this Western will to um, put their religion in top of another religion such as Islam or other religions that were uh, important at that time. Okay, um, another question we have is what was the relation between the religion and the people? So the answer for that is during the last millennium, Christianity and its branches have played an essential role in the development of Western society. The influence of this religion has been decreasing over time. In ancient times, it reigned over the citizens. Now, now the citizens have the options to choose who to follow. Um, also, um, the people, the people in the religion, like the Christians, um, they take the religion very serious as far as like uh, supporting the, the um, like whatever arts and uh, religions that they do. Um, so now we can add to that that in modern times, so people have this opportunity to choose uh, what they want to believe. So in before. Um, so before um, we have all these <coughs> we have all these liberties and all this freedom to choose and um, it was just a chosen religion for for you even if you don't believe in it even if it goes um, like even if it goes not the way that you want to go in your life um, you have to follow it and it's not like that today it's, but it's, it's still with all this freedom, the people still have um, this will to uh, follow this religion and also also extend it through the world, to the world and to other people, so it don't vanish. So, the another question we have was, why was this piece important to determine the importance of religion in that time? Belgium society at the time of the Ghent altarpiece was mostly poor. Being a kingdom, kingdom ravaged by war and emerging from trauma of a rebellion, it goes without saying that resources were limited. The Ghent altarpiece was, was undoubtedly a high-value piece, both for its luxurious materials as well as the time it took to create it. Thanks to this piece, we can understand how the value of artistic pieces was placed on the lives of people who were dying of hunger, viewing, viewing us a view of what approach the religion at that moment had and demonstrating one of the reasons for its falls. So, in other words, the Ghent altarpiece was created during a time where people didn't have much and clearly when you don't have much and you see something else being appreciated more than your own life and your own security and safety then it plays a role into like your mentality so you start to view the religion more important than your life so that shows like how people during this time saw christianity especially the story of christianity and the grand altarpiece plays a heavy role in like creating like figures and icons for other religious beings like uh, 
I know. And it also set a precedent uh, to all the following pieces. Uh, so thanks for the get, get altar piece. We can still remember um, the altar pieces as an important factor of art in the late times. So with that being said, we can say that the Grant Altarpiece is a historically Christian artwork that has impacted many artists around the world. It's remarkable that it was the most stolen piece in history because of its size. I want to thank you for joining us so much today, Wilmer and Andre. I really appreciate it. This concludes Exploring Art Podcast. Subscribe to Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon and remember to stay curious.